What's up guys, this is Brian Keith from Sons of Bowhunters. Bow hunting year round. Let's jump into this. Practice how you hunt. Meaning, if you're going to hunt from the ground, practice from the ground. If you're going to hunt from a tree, practice from a tree. What I mean by this is your arrows will fly differently from the ground or from a tree. So practice how you hunt means practice with the clothing that you're going to hunt in. Practice in the weather that you're going to hunt in. Practice the elevation you're going to hunt in. So if you're going to hunt from a 15 foot tree stand, practice from roughly a 15 foot tree stand. Now, what I mean by this is sitting on the ground or standing on the ground, eye level with an animal. Your arrow is going to fly with a different paradox than it is if you're going to hunt from 30 feet or 20 feet or 15 feet in the air. Each elevation is going to be differently or be different. So depending on how high you plan on going in the tree, that's how I would practice. When I practice in August, because our season here in Maryland opens on September 10th, the way I practice is I practice from 15 feet because my stand is 15 feet. And I don't, I, I use a ladder stand. So I know that if I'm going to be in that stand. I'm going to hunt from 15 feet is where my is where my butt sits is 15 feet off the ground. My corn pile because I live in a state that we're allowed to bait on private land. I know that my corn pile is 20 yards from my tree. So the way I practice, I practice the deer at different angles from 20 yards away. Um, now, I typically on on that particular set, I will wait for the deer to be completely broadside and on the corn. Now. If I'm hunting public land, I climb, I use a climber stand, and I know that I climb according to my, my bow tether, I know that I'm going to climb roughly 20 feet in the air. So, according, according to the length of my, my bow pull string, 
the the string that I pull the bow up with I'm gonna be roughly around 20 feet so I also practice at 20 feet and I practice from various yardages and from various angles um, because public land is a lot different than private land in the sense that private land you're allowed to bait public land you're not public land you're you're either hunting a scrape or you're hunting a trail or you're hunting an open field and they're going to come in different ways different directions and at different angles so I practice a lot differently according to which set I'm gonna be sitting in um, but I do practice all of that year-round um, I practice with light clothes which is basically a t-shirt and my leafy suit for early season um, I practice with my big heavy winter jackets on um, I typically start practicing that around November mid-November um, and the reason for that is is because it your bow if your bowstring were to hit your jacket your arrows are gonna fly differently fly off they're they're not gonna be accurate so I figure out if I'm gonna have any trouble with my gear and I try to figure out a way to eliminate those interferences the way I found to combat the issue with my string coming in contact with my leafy suit or with my um, big winter jacket is I take some of the vanish uh, grip tape or the vanish um, barrel wrap tape which is basically just cling static cling tape in camouflage colors and I wrap my bow arm in it which is my left arm I wrap it to where the leaves aren't getting caught in my cams or aren't getting caught in my you know strings or my fletchings aren't touching them whatever I wrap that arm and the same thing goes with my big puffy winter jacket um, I wrap that arm doesn't it doesn't cost you any camouflage obviously because the tape is camouflaged but it eliminates the string coming in contact with your clothing whether it's a ghillie suit or a big puffy jacket either way just get it out of the way of your bowstring um, but practice in the clothes that you are going to hunt in because your your arm is going to be heavier or lighter your your hold time may be different than if you're shooting in a t-shirt in the backyard so let's move on to practicing in the weather that you plan on hunting so typically 
out here on Delmarva, we don't see um, a ton of snow. This year, we came across a lot of snow. I mean, January, late January, we got hammered. Um, I, we sat in 14 inches the other day. Um, so, I mean, it, it is possible to get snow. Um, if you're in the north or you're in an area where you get a lot of snow, practice that. Um, practice in the snow if you're going to hunt the snow. Um, if you're going to only bow hunt during the summer months or the, the warmer months, practice for that. But if you plan on hunting, bow hunting year, you know, season, all season long, practice in all of the weather conditions you may come across. So out here on Delmarva, we get a lot of rain, we get a lot of uh, sunshine, and we get a lot of wind. So if... I typically set a rule that anything over 15 mile an hour winds, I don't bow hunt in. And I sure, I sure as heck don't climb a tree in anything above, you know, 15 mile an hour because um, here on Delmarva, it's all flat ground, it's all sand, and. Um, certain years we get floods not floods but lots of rain and certain years we don't get any rain so the root systems in the trees are very iffy at times so I don't I don't play around in any wind or or anything like that I'm a bigger guy so you know 300 pounds sitting on one side of the tree in 15 mile an hour winds or 20 mile an hour winds is um, scary. It's, it's very scary when you're looking at the ground and then all of a sudden the tree goes back and you're looking up in the air. Um, make sure you're always wearing a safety harness. Side note, you know, safety first, guys. Um, but back to practicing. Um, I always practice from the elevation that I know I'm going to hunt from. Um, sometimes my elevation is different according to the ability of the area I'm in or, you know, the coverage that I have. Um, but I practice at my max. So my max is 20 feet in the air. That's what I practice from. And then I also practice from lower elevations I come down a few feet and I practice that so the um, the importance of practice how you hunt I can't stress enough next topic is repeat everything you do over and over and over again so practice your form Practice your anchor points. Um, 
and what I mean by that is standing on the ground you have a you have the ability to widen your stance um, in the tree stand depending on what tree stand you use you may not have that ability so practice the form from the position you're going to be in if you're going to be in a tree stand and you have a harness on and you are going to lean out of your tree you know slightly lean out of your tree to to shoot an odd position you know practice that if you are gonna be hunting over corn and you know that you're going to have a one direction shot practice that whatever your situation practice that situation that that kind of goes back to practice how you hunt obviously um, but repeat that um, if you're going to stand with your feet together in the tree stand and pull your bow back, practice that in your backyard. Practice that from your tree stand. Um, you know, practice your anchor points because your anchor point is going to be different depending on how rotated your body is or how elevated your face is. So, just a quick tip. If I'm going to be shooting a low shot, say the deer is only 10 or 15 yards from my tree, which is relatively right under your tree stand, you're going to want to pull back standing straight up. You're going to pull back like you're shooting in your backyard and then lean over with your waist. Um, don't point the bow at the animal and try to pull upwards because your anchor point will be completely different than what it's going to be in a proper setting. So learn the arrow trajectory from different elevations. Can't stress that enough. Learn your anchor points from your tree stand. It I promise in the heat of the moment your anchor point will change so practice 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 how you hunt um, I use a shot trainer um, throughout the year which is just basically a string with a wooden handle um, and what that does is it just teaches me teaches my body my anchor point exactly where I want my hand exactly where I want my anchor point to be um, and sometimes I do some funny things with it so typically I'll practice straight out you know just like you're shooting at a bag target in your backyard but sometimes I'll practice and then lean over and aim at the ground execute the shot and practice that um, that those are the biggest practice how you hunt tips I can I can give you um, there's obviously a ton more um, obviously you want to use an animal that or, or target of an animal a 3d animal that represents the size or and or the animal that you're gonna be shooting um, if you're going to be shooting hogs shoot a hog target 
if you're going to be shooting a deer use a deer target depending on where you live if you're in the east use a bigger target than if you're in the west western deer typically are smaller whitetail deer are smaller um mule deer um reinhardt uh sells any animal you could think of um so does mckenzie um there's a there's a ton of 3d target companies out there that you can get any any animal that you are going to fathom i mean they even have giraffes and elephants and abominable snowmen out there so just get a target that represents the animal that you're going to hunt and practice with it practice from different angles elevations different clothing different their practice 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 now one of the biggest biggest ways of practicing for me is i join an indoor league in the winter and that's target archery that's 20 yards that's just to keep my form going just practice my form get getting to know my equipment better understanding exactly what my bow is doing um and then i join after the winter and nicer weather's coming spring summer then i join up here in the northeast we we shoot the ibo if you're south or out west typically it's the asa but um the ibo is what we what we shoot um the ibo is the international bow hunting organization they are a great group of people um the ladies in the office are awesome call them talk to them ask them any question about leagues that you want to know they'll give you your state representative you can call them you can ask them here in maryland the state representative is cj wink from wink sporting goods um he is a an amazing person in general but he's also an amazing Bowtech. um wink sporting goods that's in princess Anne. that's on delmarva on the peninsula um if you need his number you can go to winksportinggoods.com um call them they're they're awesome guys and and girls that work there um any archery stuff you need any any questions you may have contact them um again join a league for the purpose of applying that pressure so what i mean by that is when you're shooting when you're shooting against a group of men and women that are all there for the same reasons um they're wanting to be better bow hunters they're wanting to be um a better archer in general um 
there's a form of pressure it's competition I mean it's just you automatically have a drive to be competitive being a human you you just you're you're wired to be competitive you want to know if you're shooting better than the guy next to you the, the guy behind you the guy in front of you so the the pressure to be better is there and that's the same pressure that you're going to it's it's close to the same pressure that you're going to feel in a tree stand when that buck walks in front of you or when that doe walks in front of you or when that hog walks in front of you so join an indoor league or join an outdoor league join join you know just be in the backyard with a group of buddies and and bet 20 bucks on five arrows who can shoot the best five arrows um apply that pressure to yourself over and over and over and over and over again that's why a league is great the ibo we have a ton of shoots um your local archery club will know where to sign up for a league whether that be indoor or a local 3d league um there's a ton of 3d tournaments coming up in the spring so you know just scroll facebook under 3d archery and you'll come across a hundred different flyers um if you're in the mid-atlantic area check out the esaa um they, the Eastern Shore Archery Association, they are a great group of people. Um, they, uh, they run a plethora of tournaments in on Delmarva um, and in the Mid-Atlantic area. Um, the IBO holds qualifiers in, in almost every state. Um, so you can always find one of those. There are 3D courses everywhere. Um, no matter where you live, within an hour and a half or so from from where you live, you can find something. Um, another thing is, is if you're new to archery and you have no idea what you're doing or you want to learn how to bow hunt you can contact your pro shop you can contact any i mean really any any person that bow hunts or or does archery can help you um sometimes finding the right coach or finding the right person to shoot with um can be a challenge depending on you know how that person interacts with teaching but um for the most part your pro shop should be the best way to go um if you live on delmarva and you want to learn anything archery um i'm by no means a pro but i'm more than willing to teach you what i know and you can contact us at sonsofbowhunters.org or sonsofbowhunters at gmail.com um, 
again, you can go to Wink Sporting Goods and they have a abundance of people who can help as well. Um, let's move on to first steps of bow hunting. So if you, if you contact sons of bow hunters and you want to learn how to bow hunt, the first and foremost things that we're going to go through we're, we're first going to make sure that you understand the safety and the, and the um, what, what to and what not to do things with your equipment. Um, and then we're going to put you through hunter safety course, um, whether that be Maryland hunter safety or Delaware hunter safety course we will figure it out on as to where you live um on the extension side of that there is you have to do your basic hunter safety first um and it primarily focuses on firearm safety however they do have a bow hunting safety course which i believe all bow hunters should be required to um, I have mine it's a proficiency test and it goes more in depth into bow hunting safety um, more into you know why you want to wear your harness you know ways of you know hurting yourself ways of saving yourself if you fall out of a tree so they do have a bow hunter safety course I recommend that to all bow hunters. It is not required by the state yet, but in many states it is required. And if you plan on going on a safari hunt, many countries require you to have that bow hunter certification. Now, um, the second step of, of bow hunting is again, practice, practice, practice 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 um the third step is always have a buddy system always hunt with a buddy i preach this to everybody do never go out alone and I, I don't mean you have to sit in the same tree what i mean is don't go hunting in an area that you whether you know it or not by yourself um and the reason for that is is accidents happen so i always require any of my guests any of my um clients to always either have their cell phone in a upper chest pocket or they have to have a walkie-talkie strapped to their chest. And the reason I say to their chest is because if you fall out of a tree stand, you cannot get to your pockets. You cannot get into your pants pockets at all. So you, you're, gonna, you're not going to be able to reach your bag. You're not going to be able to reach 
your um you're gonna be in panic mode but first things first stay calm and if you have that walkie-talkie or that cell phone in your in your chest pocket then you are able to get help that is first and foremost call your buddy in the same area if he does not answer you you start to scream I don't care about the deer in the area I don't care about whatever is going on you start screaming and your buddy shouldn't be far enough away from you to where he can't hear you um, I can't stress this enough I hunt with my dad my dad's you know getting up there in age and I'm all the time telling him you know make sure you have your walkie-talkie make sure you have you know communication and don't go too far you know generally know where your people are at um, and that's that's the biggest I mean the most important role to, to me is being safe having a buddy system if you do go by yourself to hunt please 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 let somebody know where you're gonna be give them a roundabout area that you're going to hunt on X maps is a phenomenal tool okay phenomenal you can mark your location and share it I recommend all husband and wives share this app get on X even if your wife doesn't hunt or even if your husband doesn't hunt and you're going to go for a hunt you require them to have it you pin your location when you get there and you send it to them this will help save lives guys it helps trust me I, I see all the time hunters getting lost in the woods all you got to do is watch you know any of the TV shows based on you know hunting um, you know big woods law or you know northern law whatever the wardens are all the time getting calls for lost hunters trust me when I say this those are some big woods and in the dark whether you're going in or coming out you will get turned around unless you mark your way in and mark your way out Onyx allows you to track your movements you can you can go on there and you can press track and you can track yourself from your truck to your tree stand and then you can follow that same path out of the woods and you know that you're never gonna get lost but there's some old guys that are stubborn there's some young guys that are stubborn and they don't want to hear it so try to hunt with a buddy um, always make sure you have communication with with someone never turn your cell phone off in the woods turn it on silent never turn it off because in case of an emergency they'll be able to ping your cell phone within a few hundred feet um, you will eventually come across a situation that I hope not but chances are you'll come across a situation that 
you wish you had your cell phone or you wish you had a walkie-talkie, you know, accidents happen. And that doesn't even have to be in a tree. Um, I was walking through the woods a couple years ago and luckily I didn't break my leg, but I hyperextended my knee. And that was because I was walking, there was a couple inches of snow on the ground and I fell into a fox den. Um, didn't see the mound. There was no mound of dirt. There was no tell sign of, of the den. But I fell straight into the hole all the way up to my nether regions. And uh, yeah, one, one leg went one way and the other leg went straight down. So um, I'm lucky I didn't break my leg. Um, but it took me quite some time to get back out to the truck and reach help. I didn't, I didn't have my cell phone on me that time and I've never stepped into the woods without my phone or a walkie talkie with a buddy since. Please stay safe when you're out there. Always wear a safety harness. Always, you know, be connected to that tree. Um, but my point is, guys, join a league, apply that pressure, and bow hunt year round. You don't have to. You don't have to. I'm not saying go and shoot live animals year round. That's not what that means. What I mean is plan for bow hunting year round practice 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 whether that's on paper or whether that's at a 3d target or whether it's at a box target make sure you practice those those points that i gave you practice in the clothing that you're going to hunt in practice in the weather you're going to hunt in and practice the elevations that you plan on hunting please stay safe and until next time guys shoot straight keep your head up god bless